Hey there, romance readers and kinky friends. We would love to keep the discussion popping on Instagram. Head over to romance at glance to play with us and recommend our next book. And full disclosure, Like the Wind was actually our first podcast that we recorded. We're just releasing it a little bit later. So if you hear references to it being our first time, that's why. Romance at a glance. Uh huh. Romance at a glance. What you say now? Romance at a glance. Go ahead, girl. It's Hey, everybody, and welcome to Romance at a Glance, where two veteran romance readers break down some of today's new books, some of our old favorites, and some series that you may not have read before. I am Bridget. And I am Shawnee, here for all your romance needs. I have to tell you a little story about Shawnee. It was her idea to start this podcast, and as soon as she said, do you want to talk about romance novels every week, I was like, let me clear my schedule. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) And trouble began. It's not every day that you meet someone who reads as many romances novels as you do, or possibly admits to reading as many romance novels as you do. And it's not every day that you meet someone with a dirty mind just like yours. Two peas in a pod. So we're talking today about Like the Wind by Jay. Jay Bankston. And uh, Like the Wind is about, um, you know, I'm actually going to quickly uh, read you what it's exactly about because... This is the funniest thing I've ever read. Prepare to laugh, cry, and fall in love with this enthralling new romance from Jay Bangston. Available on audio first. When a letter comes from his supposedly deceased mother, finds its way into his hands, life changes for an instant for international pop star Bodie Beckett. And already I'm like, international pop star, where are we going with this? Reeling from the deception of those closest to him, Bodie spirals out of control and is sent to a secluded mansion. In the coastal mountains of Southern California, so rest and relaxation. But the retreat proves to be anything but relaxing when a raging wildfire sets the landscape around him ablaze. I would like to say that nothing has been said about the heroine of this in the first three paragraphs. It's a very telling statement about this book and how it's just like, there's not a lot about them together in the first third. I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you on this. Yeah. Yes. Um. While escaping the flames, Bodhi rescues Breeze, a quirky, pet-loving woman, and together the two fight their way to safety. In the aftermath of the fire, Bodhi and Breeze hit the road and uncover the truth about his family. What neither of them expected is to forge a powerful connection that will change their lives forever. But can it survive the real world, or will it disappear like the wind? Like the wind. (laughs) And, and I did not read the description before we chose this book. Um, and I wish that I had, because I feel like I would have been more mentally prepared for what this book was about. And I don't feel like I understood fully what I was getting into. I, uh, I purposely didn't read the description because I, sometimes I feel like they make me biased at this point. And I kind of wanted to be surprised. Um, and I was surprised. Yeah. I was I was very surprised. So did you think okay, so let's just like dive right in. Did you think at the very beginning in the opening like prologue I'll call it, did you think that this was going to be a thriller where they were escaping people trying to like kill them or kidnap them or something like that? Yeah, I I definitely thought something more exciting was going to be coming after them or like right. that they were going through. Right. And I I definitely thought um I I don't know how I felt about the book opening the way that it did. Yeah. Because it got you all excited for something yeah. that 
net. Like, I was like, why? There was no purpose in making this the first scene. Yeah. Okay. So it opens with um, a flash forward of them in a car together and they're racing down this hill and a burning tree falls in their way. And then they both realize that they have to drive past it to survive. And he leans back and he's like, what's your name? And she's like, Breeze. And then he goes, like the wind. And I'm like, what the? What? No one says that. No one says, like, your name is Bodie. Your name's not Chris. You can't judge other people's names. <laughs> and then they, like, decide to go, and that's how the book starts. So I literally was thinking, oh, shit, this is going to be, like, a romance thriller. Like, he's saving her from, like, someone who's kill- trying to kill her or kidnap her. Or she has information. Someone has information about someone. Like, and it is so not at all the story. The story. And in fact, I mean, spoiler alert, they met like minutes before this moment. Yes. Minutes. <laughs> and they but they had such a connection. They did. In this moment. It's he like did. where they fell where they fell. I mean, this this tagline, which is also an actual line of the book, was maybe we were meant to be, meant to protect each other, meant to fall in love. Oh, Bridget. And I was like, what? <laughs> what now? I mean, I'm all for people falling in love quickly in romance novels because I want to, like, get to the good stuff. But there's got to be a better, I feel like there's got to well, be. Yeah. I mean, they kind of had, like, the danger element, I guess, yeah. because they escaped the burning buildings and, like, she's saving all these animals and stuff. But she's also, like, bleeding from her head. Yes. Like, and has a giant, like, lump and concussion. Yes. Yes. And she has, like, eight animals that she has recently saved. Yeah, including rats. Yeah. And I, while I commend her, and I do think that the author did put an appropriate amount of him, like, teasing her about saving all these animals. Because if he had just accepted that as normal, I would have been like, this is the dumb. But at least he was constantly like, you really had to go back for the fish? Like, but yeah. he found it very endearing, whereas I would have been like, oh, you're a crazy person. You're, you're a crazy person. Those, yeah. those animals would have got left so fast. <laughs> so fast. I mean, I would have maybe taken the dog. Yeah. But not the bad dog. I would have taken the good dog. I would have left the bad dog. The shitty dog. I would have been like, you're on your own, bitch. <laughs> Bite me one more time. I'm going to burn up in a fire. <laughs> and not even kidding. When she's like letting him bite her while carrying him out, I would have been like, no. Nah, no. You're on your own. No. Not today. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's an insane thing. Um, but in general... Um, this book was, uh, again, I, you know, having not read the description ahead of time, uh, what actually falls into a new category of romance called New Adult. New Adult. Had you heard of New Adult before this book? I hadn't, but after Googling it, I found out that it is uh, adult fiction from 18 to 30. So when you are a new adult, this book is for you. Yes. And I discovered that I am not a new adult. Nope. And... I prefer young adult or actual romance. Like, I don't want to be in this weird in-between zone where, well, why don't you just tell them when the first sex scene comes along? Maybe this will just point to so point the direction. So the first sex scene comes along kind of at the end of chapter 11. And I say kind of because they super gloss over it. Like, they start to do a little something, and then it's just over. And chapter 12 starts. And so... By chapter eleven, I'm I need I needed to come in before chapter eleven, and 
<laughs> and they also need it to be a bit uh, steamier. It come they they address it by um, doing a flashback of the sex scene in chapter twelve, which I'm just like, why didn't you just tell me the sex scene in chapter eleven? Why didn't you just do the sex scene? Yeah. Why do I need a flashback of the sex scene? Yeah, like I would have preferred if we got the sex scene in chapter eleven because it's from one character's point of view. Yeah, and then chapter twelve was the other character Ay. reliving that sex scene. That I'm about. I'm so, about that. I'm about that. But yeah, it was very. Um, it was like it was like a movie where it's like, and then we were stroking and we had sex and then we woke up and you're like, what about all the in between? What about all the in between? And this is one of my best, my favorite line. Uh, comes in. <laughs> this one's <laughs> this is my favorite line. So uh, the the line is, then I was on top of her. We're doing this. She hadn't wanted to have sex. I mean, that's that's romance gold right there. <laughs> uh, I do appreciate that he asked for verbal consent. Yeah, because it doesn't happen that often in romance novels. Um, however. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, it just, it was just like, it was almost like they were both like virgins having sex for the first time. Like yeah. it almost felt like they, like if they had been 18, I would have been like, oh my God, this is so sweet. So sweet. But I'm like, you're 25 year old, like, or 27 or whatever they are. Like she's already had a fiance at one point. Like he's already, you know, he's an international pop star. He's already slept with people. So there should definitely have been some, you know, a little spanking. Or just, or just <laughs> more description. Because- my thing about that scene was, uh, and I, I didn't write down this exact wording, but the author literally said something like, and he kissed me in all the right places. And I'm like, bitch, tell me which ones. <laughs> so many places. <laughs> which ones? I mean, was it the expected places or some unexpected places? Was it hard? Was it rough? Was it best? Was it- exactly. Was, like, was there a little nip? Was mm-hmm. there not? I, I mean, yeah. I and think we're sex- all adults here. I know we're new adults, yeah. but we're all adults here. Yeah. Yeah, and, and their sex scene the next morning was also incredibly weak. It was just like, there's no detail. She was like, I, I got on top and I took control. And I'm like, and did what? <laughs> like, felt what? what? Touched like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, even, even, because like, I mean, said I read, what? I've read some of it, you know, some romance novels where they're not super graphic about the, like, who's touching who where, but they're very graphic about, Either the verbal, like what they're saying to each other, yeah. or about what they're feeling yeah. because the other person is like, whatever, you know. I just, and then, you know, like, and then he went down on me. And they don't explain that part, but then they're like, and I was soaring through the whatever. So you get the picture that she's like having a nice orgasm and you're like, okay, I can get behind that. Um, but if you don't get the, if you don't get like the mental emotions, you don't get the physical descriptions. And you don't get any dirty talk. I'm like, what are we here for? Hold hand holding? (laughs) What are we here for? (laughs) Because honestly, I did not choose to read a book from like the new adult fiction section. I wanted a romance novel. And this is, this is, you know, in the romance novel section. And I don't know that it deserves to be. This kind of reminds me of like the religious romance novels. The ones you read accidentally because you don't realize that it's a religious <laughs> religious romance. And you're like almost to the end of the book and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> totally. I, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. Even like the whole the whole thing, I kept thinking, oh, it's going to build. Yeah. And it. I thought they were definitely going to build. And then they had fake sex. Like the sex yeah. that they should have had, the over the top sex was just fake 
sex. Yeah, for, because they wanted her parents to hear it. Yeah. And I was, which is, oh, I'll just say my favorite line because it's. Is it that in that it's section? It's from that moment. And so this is, they get to her childhood home and her parents have been giving her a hard time about them having sex and stuff. And he's, he sank down on the mattress. Wow, your parents are, oh, trust me, I know. It's just, is it weird that I feel like I'm letting down Betsy and Terrence by not having sex with you tonight? And I'm like, yes, you are. This is a romance novel. You've known each other three days. You should be fucking in the shower at their house. You should be fucking in the bed of her childhood home, doing all these dirty things to her. She wanted to do it as a high schooler, but was too afraid to do. Like, you have the parents go out of town. You should be fucking on the patio overlooking the beach. Like, you're in a nice-ass house. First of all, I can't even sleep in the same room as my partner at my parents' house. Really? Oh, really? I mean, if I'm not married... I can't even look. Oh, their choice, not yours. They're my parents' choice, Got not it. mine, right? So I'm thinking, if my parents are like, you can, you can do whatever you like, you better believe I'm going to do whatever I like. Absolutely. <laughs> Plus you're on vacation. On vacation. There's no rules on vacation. So you don't vacation. have as many obligations, so your mind is clear. Shower. Yeah. Tables. Floor. Not tile. Not, to, that's, that's, not that's, carpet. That's, that's hard. It gets on my butt. Yeah. My butt gets rough. It's hard. But on a good couch or chair. Chairs are really chairs supportive. Are I really enjoy chairs. Like yeah. a dine, a good dining room chair, too, is really solid. Beds. I mean. Bed. Like corner of the bed. bed yeah. Just holding the bed. I mean, so many options. I know. And I'm like, the options aren't. I mean, if they had started faking sex and then that carried on to real sex. That would have been great. That would have been really cute. That would have like, been a good choice. Um, I feel like the, the author could have made some better choices here that uh could have like i had high hopes for it in the beginning the first scene everything i i had high hopes Mm -hmm. and then it just kind of went downhill for me yeah and i just kept getting more disappointed as the book went on yeah and also i mean uh if you want to talk about the characters bodhi (laughs) which the uh, whatever bodhi he was way too whiny for me I, I just have this thing about adults whining about their parents and their parent problems. Mm. Like, go to therapy, talk about it with your therapist. But when, when you're an adult complaining about your parents, like, it's not a good look for me. Yeah, like, I was, I guess, sort of okay with it when you find out that, like, his dad is not his dad and he's been lying to him and mom's really alive. I was like, okay, like, but I did feel like Bodie and Breeze were not of equal importance. So this whole book is about Bodhi and Bodhi's problems and Bodhi's dad and Bodhi's new mom and Bodhi's new brothers. And Bruce is just along for the ride. Yeah. The only time that they call back to her life at all is when Mason talks to her and tells her he just overdosed. (laughs) And she's like, I feel like I should come. And he's like, no, it's cool. My friend's taking care of me. Did that feel kind of out of left field for you? Yes, because the book's not about her. Like, I was like, whoa, this overdose, her friend overdose, it really feels like not, a, like it didn't need to be included in this book. Not saying, Or oh, she needed to be like, yo, Bodie, I gotta you know. fucking go. Yeah. Sorry. He's, he's like, no, you don't need to come. I'm like, if that's your best homie, he just said that he overdosed. Yeah. I mean, I don't care if you I would don't immediately want me to be come. like, Bodie, get your black card out and give me a fucking private jet to this man's house Ooh. because. That's the he sexiest overdosed. thing about him. It's his black card. <laughs> yeah. 
because you're black card. Okay, hey, can you pull out your black card? Your Amazon, me? you don't have any identification, but get your black card out. You got Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it was in like that was like a totally weird. It was just weird because again, the book is not about her. Yeah, and 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 so much to the point that her main reason for not wanting to be with him is because the book's not about her. <laughs> You're and right. she's gonna get lost in his life. You're right. And that's his crazy literally- mom and his new brothers and his like famous pop star life. That's her whole point is that I'm gonna get lost in your life. Honestly, that was for me her only saving grace is that she was like, you know what? This is not gonna work for me. Yeah. Deuces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then of course she immediately regrets it and is crying and whatever, which I mean, she did love him. So I can totally, you know, understand that. I mean, uh, it's but- like I'm I'm I tried to liken it to like one of the in sync boys, you know. <laughs> I was thinking Justin Timberlake. This is like the only. Per- I mean, I was yeah. like, okay, if it was Justin Timberlake, and you met him and like fell in love with him after he saved you from a burning inferno, like, okay, I'd okay. fall in love with Justin Timberlake. You know, I was. Nice. I I kind of think of it as like. Um, I was thinking of the Jonas brother that has like the reality show, and his his wife was like the most regular person. Oh, yeah, the um, I don't remember the older one. The older one. Who's not famous. That's why we don't know his <laughs> yeah. name. Well, they're back together again. So I feel I like they weren't working as a... They're back together you know, again. So now they're like, we were better as a unit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think the other two brothers felt bad. They're like, oh, we still have huge careers in your... And you... Yeah. Huh? Well, come back in. Come on back, We bro. love you, brother. You know? But, like, uh, I think her name is Danny. I, I, I watched the reality show for, like, a minute nice. or whatever. And she was, like, just so regular. I mean, she was cute, you know? But she was just very regular. Yeah. And uh, I kind of saw them as this this couple. Like, yeah. they were kind of set in my mind as, like, surrogates. Uh, and it's like, you have this person who's so big, whatever, and have this limelight. And she just kind of didn't want really a big part of it. She was more shy and whatever. Um, so I did like that she said deuces. Um, and then she only took, she only, well, I don't know if she only took him back because he left his career. But he left, he made the change that she needed for this to work out right. at the end, which I, I liked that aspect of it. Cause I hate when people just, they're like, we got to get back together. So I'm going to disregard all these concerns I had, yeah. you know, for the love. Cause we all know love ain't lasting. Yep. <laughs> Love's yeah. Love's just I, a starter match. I agree with that hundred you know? percent. Like he did say, oh, okay, I'm going to quit the boy band. Which is not to say like, I feel like maybe they needed one line saying like, it's going to take a few years before the crazy fans leave me alone. <laughs> but, um, it also wrapped up uh, too neat and tidy. To, so neat and tidy. It's like, end. I'm going to leave the boy band. Okay, well, I'm going to get back together. Uh-huh. Okay, in the end. Yeah. Oh, I finally it. realized my ex is a douche because I'm in love with you. Yeah. Even though he's clearly the worst person alive just based on that four paragraphs he was in. <laughs> and, and they made him like, uh, I didn't like, like that. A, they made him like, like a, no like depth a, douche. No, yeah. He had, like, slicked back hair, tattoos, and went to the gym all the time. And everything he said to her was, like, the most douchey thing ever, which made him, like, so... He treated his wife, her cousin, terribly. But it was, like, so... It was very one-dimensional, and I I didn't like that they treated him like that. I'm like, I feel like you're force-feeding me to dislike this character heavily. And I feel like you could be... Already, more creative. Yeah. I mean, I already disliked him because he cheated on he her. Because he cheated her. He could have just been like, sorry, I found yeah. love with someone else. I felt like it could have just been an awkward situation yeah. that they were in. It didn't yeah. have to he even He didn't have to be. hit on her in front yeah. of his wife. Also, his did you wife. notice that the daughter was right there? Yeah. She had been reaching for a, a brownie, and then the dad comes over and hits on, on Breeze, and no mention of the daughter being there or leaving ever happens. She just... 
witnessing this whole distressing <laughs> parental situation. Parenthood. Yeah. I was like, where's the daughter? If, at some point I thought, oh, Breeze is going to say, oh, me and your daughter are going to eat a cupcake. Bye. Bye. And like yeah. leave with her or something. Yeah. But. Also, there was like, you know, and maybe just because this is how I am. And even in the last couple of weeks, I've had to just make deuces on conversations. Like, they're having this mad, awkward conversation, and Breeze is like, oh, no, now I'm stuck in this conversation. And in my mind, I was like, this is when I would have about-faced. Yeah. I would have just grabbed my cookie, about-faced, and walked right out of the room. Like, I, I would have been like, what's that, Grandma? Oh, yeah, I gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> like, I, I would not have let that conversation go as long as it did. Yeah. You know? And maybe that's a new adult thing. I think. I think also, like, they wanted Bodie to have the chance to save her. Oh, yeah, that's right. Also, if, like, not that I don't appreciate that my husband loves me and that he likes to tell people he loves me, but if he, like, laid out our whole relationship in front of my entire extended family, I'd be like, this is TMI for everyone. Like, you could have just told me the eight times I asked you to talk to me privately about this. (laughs) Like, I don't want everyone to hear about this. When you write this song about me that I know you wrote, then they can... Hear about hear it about right it. now. I don't need to be like stuff like that. Reminds me, like, like if you know me, right? So, like, if you if a, if a guy comes to me and serenades me, starts singing to me, then he don't know me because I will immediately walk away. There's nothing more uncomfortable to me than that. I'm a like privately affectionate person, so. That, like, you can just feel that in your neck, like the awkward feeling, like when you're watching The Office and you're just like, huh. Yeah. yeah when I, so, like, I don't know if you ever had friends like this, but I feel like in college, you know, you had the guy who always had his guitar and all the girls were always around him. I was always like, ew. Uh-uh. No. Nope. <laughs> I don't want any part of being around you. Which maybe also is telling to why we both did not like this book that much because he is, like, a guitarist and she listens to his music and loves it. And I appreciate music, I guess, but also, I don't know that you being a good songwriter would make me fall in love with you. Yeah. They do have, okay, to be fair, they do have some really cute, like, repartee moments, but again, that was, like, something I would find in, like, a novel, not something I want in a romance as the only thing. It yeah. has to be coupled with fiery sex. It has to be leading to... I felt like they didn't say, I didn't, I didn't feel like they talked uh, enough about anything substantial mm-hmm. that would lead to this deeper, this deep, deep love. And I I felt like he was so tragic yeah. that, like, for me, if I met him, I would say, ooh, homie, you got too much going on. I think I'm all just yeah. back out. You should lock that up <laughs> you know? before you try and lock me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like button all that up. Yeah. You know, the, the drama with, oh, the one thing that turned me off so hard. I mean, I could not get behind this so bad was that his dad had taken over his career and he was being babysat by his dad and he had to hide from his dad. And if you're a grown-ass man hiding from your parents, there's no way you're going to get any play. That literally turned me off. He's like, can't get away from my dad. Got to hide from my dad. Can't can't call my dad. Don't want him to know. I'm going to pretend to still be dead so that my dad can't find me. I mean, how wussy ass. (laughs) I was just like, what? Yeah, and and the whole, like, mom... Like, I felt like the whole lost mother, turns out she's a drug addict still, and the dad was really his, not his dad, and saved him from her, which is great, but then lied to him about it, not great. 
And then she's still a drug addict and is blackmailing the dad. But then has these other two sons. And then you have, like, this tragic, like, that, like, realization, like, oh, my God, this kid could have been me if he ha- if my dad hadn't saved me. And it all wrapped up so, so, so neatly. Because at the end, he has now adopted the brother. Which, did you notice that they adopt? he adopted yeah. the brother? But then him and Breeze left on a year-long road trip around without him and I'm like and then he literally says and my dad has helped him the way he helped me so I'm like you adopted him for your dad to raise which is rude and at the end the kid is like no longer angry no longer on drugs even though it's been like no time and because counseling is (laughs) yeah and then and then did you notice at the end that they had a baby they had a baby? They had a baby. Did you not? Did I <laughs> miss was, the baby? Yeah. Maybe because I was like hoping for it to end so badly that I missed it's, the baby. No, it's only like one line. It's hold on. Let me oh pull God, it up. It. Let me pull it up. It's right at the very, very end. I think I disregarded the baby. <laughs> so just full disclosure, I listened to the audiobook and Bridget read the book. Yes. On a Kindle. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna read you the last page because obviously you missed it. Uh, okay, so they got married in Vegas. When you knew, you knew. And we saw no reason to wait. Of course, our impromptu decision hadn't been a popular one in the parent circle, so we appeased them with a more traditional ceremony a few months later. But that didn't change the fact that two months after we met, Breeze and I were married. And now, just 11 months after our Vegas nuptials, so that's one year and one month since they met, she and I were walking hand in hand down the hallway of the home we owned together, which you bought, let's be realistic, you're rich, and as it's not in there, that was an aside. As we reached the door, I do I drew Breeze into my arms and kissed her. My wife and now the mother of my child. Walking into the room, we gazed down at our five-day-old baby boy. Hey, Alexander, I said, stroking my finger over his smooth cheek. We've got some people we want you to meet. And I'm like, look, I have had a child. And five days later, I wasn't ready to have a fucking party at my house. Nor was I squeezing back into my jeans that she was. That's why when she made the the comment about. Were you strolling down the hallway? Hand in hand? Hand in hand. No, we were sleeping alternate (laughs) schedules. (laughs) We were like passed out on the couch. I had a C-section though. So I was like, literally like could not move around very much at five days. But um, so that's why when she squeezed back into her jeans, he was like, they look great on you. And she's like, right answer. It's because she had had a baby. Gotcha. And I'm I, like, I think probably just, five days later, your uterus is fucking huge still. So you couldn't squeeze back in your pants. Let, let me tell you right now. And I'm also. I'm part of a doula. I have never seen not one family I worked for <laughs> stroll hand in hand. I mean, not at five days. I mean, not, we did. Str- eventually five. we did. Not at day five. There was, there but was not having 20 people over. No. At five days not. old. You're not going to let your baby get exposed to that many germs? No. Absolutely, and, absolutely. and five days, okay, it takes 10 minutes to make a baby. So that means three months after they met, one month after their Vegas wedding, they got she got knocked up. Well, you know, she needs that baby check. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, they were having sex thing. sensually. <laughs> <laughs> Lovingly. And also, did you notice that they used a condom like the first two times and then stopped using condoms? Did you notice that? Well, I didn't know where the, they didn't mention the condoms again. I was like, is it just an implied condom? They don't want to say it in the text. I think they just started raw, raw dogging. I'm going to need you not to look me in the eyeballs, straight in the eyeballs when you say that. (laughs) I think they were raw dogging. (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying, she let them in. She let them all the way in. 
Um, but yeah, I, I had to reread that last page because I was like, wait a minute, when the fuck did we learn they had a baby? Because there's no mention of them calling like her parents grandma, grandpa, or yeah. his dad, grandpa. Like, there's no lead up to that. It's the literal last sentence of this book. Well, I, I kind of find like af- on at least on Audible, which is where I read everything, um, the authors say H-E-A at the end of like their books, which is a happily ever after. Um, so that you know that if you're going to read a book, it's going to wrap up nice and tidy right. or whatever. Which, yeah. But I think if this is the new adult fiction, I feel like this is too tidy because they're supposed to be 25 years old and now they're having a baby. And granted, they don't have any financial stress because he's a millionaire. Yeah. So I guess that, and people obviously still occasionally have kids at 25, but I just felt like it was a really weird ending for this particular story. Yeah. Like it would have made more sense if like the little like rat dog that bites people was their like new baby (laughs) and they like wanted to have kids in the future. Yeah. But or and it also wrapped up pretty tidy about his father who owns everything that he does. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, you're fired as my manager, but that he still owns like the ev- band, and the everything. band, and everything and all your assets. Yeah. So it was weird to me because I was like, uh, the dad's like, oh okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was like, that's really tidy. That's <laughs> yeah, super tidy. Well, I mean, he he died, so his dad had a real come to Jesus. Yeah. You know, he thought he was dead. So. I guess so. Who's had real tears. But yeah. still, I mean, I don't I don't know. Guy, Everything was super tidy. Like the mom gave away rights to the older son yeah. for, money. for money. And I'm like, all right, she's a crackhead, so maybe. But yeah, it all it was all real neat. It was real neat and Too tidy. Neat for me. Yeah. The this I mean, for me, the best thing about this book is just the cover yeah. of it. I mean, ever you know, since I hit a certain age, I just like to see like buff guys. Yeah. Good-looking guys, and I want to, like, ogle them like my auntie did when I was a kid. I always remember my aunt being like, ooh, delicioso, every time she would see a, <laughs> like, a buff dude. And I would be so embarrassed. And I'd be like, what is the big deal? And now I'm her. Now I, like, see a dude, and I'm just like, ah. <laughs> So I like a pretty cover. I'm, I'm okay with this, even though it's the same as, like, all covers. It's so yeah. pretty, especially but it's in, also in a, P- very PG. It is. Which should have maybe been an indication to me that we're not going to get down to Pound Town that much because it's only, like, his chest up. You don't even see the full abs. You see no, like, yeah, I need, V-pointers. Like, would have been good. Yeah. Abs would have been good. I wonder who this model is. We should find yeah, he's out. attractive, though. We should check down who these models are. Um, um, and speaking of the cover, like, the title I did not like. Like the wind? Only because they she used it in the actual thing, like, three times <laughs> when she said... Your name is Breeze, like the wind. And like I was like, wind. no one says that. <laughs> what a weird. And then I was like, oh, I guess that's where the title's from. Yeah. Way to be subtle. Well, <laughs> I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> I, I like when the title tells me more about what's going to happen in the book mm-hmm. or the theme of the book. Mm-hmm. Because I read so many books and sometimes I want to go back and reread them and it's better to know. It's like, what was that one about the count? And then the book is called the like, count or right. something. Yeah. You know? So the dark count and you're like, nailed it. Nailed it, right? <laughs> Got the it. The blood prince. You know, Got it's, it. It's the same with like with like music. Like when I name a song, I usually want to name it the hook. Yeah. Whatever the hook of that song is, because that's all anybody ever knows. They're like, Jesse. And you're like, oh yeah, Jesse's girl. Got it. Boom. That's you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I totally agree. I actually get mad, speaking of music, I get mad when you have to, I'm like trying out all these different lyrics to figure out what a title of a song is because I never remember the title and you just never get there. And then I have to Google like the whole lyrics of the a lyrics song of- and put in like a paragraph for it to tell me what song it is. And it's some obscure title some that has stupid title. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Make this easy for me. You're the only one I want. Let's just, it's in the song. Just tell me it up. Um, so on a scale of, you know, McDreamy to McSteamy. McDreamy to McSteamy. Where are we, where are we at in this, in this book? Um, so on a scale of like, hmm, I've gone kind of back and forth on this, but really it's like a, it's like a one eggplant for me. It's like a. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a hundred percent. I mean, it's, it's, it's it's McDreamy. It's McDreamy, but without the eggplant. Yeah. Because McDreamy and Meredith, they get down. They get down. They get down. And, uh, yeah, this was very vanilla for me. My notes actually say vanilla as fuck. That's oh what my, my notes oh say. Oh, my God. Look, look. <laughs> vanilla as fuck. AF. Yes. <laughs> Their hashtag for this episode. Vanilla, vanilla AF. AF. Um, yeah. Like, out of control. Yeah. Vanilla. And infrequent. And not detailed. And not detailed. Yeah. Because when I was looking and I was like, okay, but like, you know, we want to get to the, na- you know, if you're someone who likes to maybe skim through a book, find a few choice pieces to read before bed, yeah. perhaps. This is not the book for you. It's not the book this for you. This is a terrible, I would, you know, normally terrible. we're going to like call out the page numbers. You can go to our show notes. You can check them out. We'll tell you exactly where to go, exactly which parts we like. And in this one, I honestly would just tell you skip it. Yeah. Because it's not steamy at all. Not at all. So, I mean, if you like not steamy, you know, if you're a big, like, Debbie McComber fan, mm. this book is for you. Yes. But if uh, <laughs> if that doesn't do it for you. Yeah. If you need a little late night uh, titillation. Yes. <laughs> this ain't the book for this you. This is not the book. But we, we, we got some recommendations for those, so. <laughs> yes. 100%. Go to the website. We got you. Yes. Definitely check it out. Um, the other thing about this book that just popped into my mind that wrapped up neatly was his band members oh he leaves the band and everyone's like i was gonna leave too i was gonna leave too i was gonna leave too i I already already left left. and i was like the (laughs) fuck is going on because usually that like almost i mean who knows what's going on behind the scenes of when these bands like decide to go their separate ways but i would hazard a guess that there's at least one person who always wants the band to stay together and make that money so you bring up like such a good point, right? So when I read that part, I was like, is this a series? So I actually went to look and see if this was a series because mm-hmm. one of his bandmates is like, I'm having a baby by this person that was never introduced. So we had no like no idea what, who he's talking about, you know? And then one was like, um, oh, I'm leaving the band already to do this other thing. And it read like these books had already come out. Like I like these were characters that I was already introduced to, and then I was being updated on their story in this book. That's what it read like to me. So I was like, this, this, there must be at least two other books to go along with this. If he's talking about, oh, you know, I don't know, Renee and I are having a baby now, you know, like pending a DNA test. <laughs> Wait, but then it turns out it wasn't his baby. You know, oh, it wasn't his baby. Yeah, okay. the last chapter we find out when he goes to their house and they wrap it all up with the bow. Oh, it right. wasn't his baby, but that's some right. other chick is there and she's knocked up and it is his baby. <laughs> and I was like, what is happening? I was just like, I, I, I was like, why are we being like? I mean, he's the slutty band friend, I guess, is yeah. the moral of his story. I guess so. But it just seemed like that 
that we were already, should have already been introduced to their story and that this was an update. Otherwise, to me, it was kind of extraneous and, like, I didn't know why we right. were getting that information. Yeah, and yeah. I also thought, like, it would have been nicer if one person was like, I really don't want to do this. You guys are fucking me over. And, like, didn't be, wasn't, or like, and then came, real maybe life. came back That'd around. Been, yeah, that would real talk. Yeah. Yeah. But that didn't happen. That didn't happen at all. A lot of things didn't happen in this book. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, but that said, if you did like this book, you know, we've got a hookup for your hookup. We can recommend a few titles that if you enjoyed this one, that you may also enjoy. And on on Audible, there are quite a few people who enjoyed this this book. Uh, It's got four out of five ratings. On, on Audible? I don't know what it has over on Kindle. You know um, I, don't, I don't even know how to look that up. I just got my Kindle for the first time. How <laughs> do you look that up? Uh, so on Audible, it has a four it's, out of five rating. It's 4.18 on Goodreads. On Goodreads. Um, it has 2,029 ratings on here. And... I mean, to me, I think people are either delusional or this is padded, but uh, you never know. Everybody has their thing. So if somebody is out there reading those really vanilla um, uh, religious romances, I feel like this fits kind of under that. This would probably push the envelope, you know, get your, your purse, you know. I rocking. honestly don't know how to check on Kindle. I think it's linked to Goodreads. Oh, is it? And if it's not, please someone tell me in the comments how to figure that out. <laughs> but if you if you like this book, I really want to know why you yes. liked it. Because um, I really want to understand, and that's a no judgment. Um, Actually, I know a few people who liked this book. And I can tell you what they liked about it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Um... Nancy... Lavallo on Goodreads gives it five stars. And Nancy said, From start to finish, I loved, with a capital L, everything about this book. Bodie and Breeze were meant to be. It truly was fate. Somehow the stars and a wildfire blazed to bright these... Oh, it says bright these souls together, but I think she meant bring these souls together. I loved Breeze's parents. I want parents like that. Bodie wanted parents like that. But yes, there was a but... Where's the epilogue? I'm very disappointed the author left out a lot of unanswered questions. And I want those questions answered. What about Bodie's career? What about Breeze's BFF Mainson? Mm-hmm. What happened to Evan and Jonah? But still gave it five stars, despite having a significant amount of questions about what's going on in this book. <laughs> I do want to point out that Mason was at the, the wrap-up party yeah. at the end of this book. And he was possibly falling in love with uh, Bodie's bandmate, who was gay. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Why do I... F- why and do I- Evan and Jonah... I mean, maybe she didn't read the last chapter because Evan was at the house. They adopted him. And Jonah was with his grandparents and is happy. Um, and Bodhi has now making a record of his solo songs, which I'm, he's been working I'm on. I'm legitimately going to have to go listen to the last chapter of the book again because I don't <laughs> feel like... I read all of this stuff. Like you as you're saying this, I'm like, I'm like, I just finished this book. 
I don't remember some of this stuff happening. Well, maybe it's not in the audiobook. Maybe the last chapter is not in the audiobook. Which I'm very curious about because it's like it's unabridged. So I'm going to double check to make sure. Maybe I just zoned out or something and I just totally missed it. But like that's that's interesting to me. Yeah. That, like I'm not – I don't have all this wrapped up information. Um, I have a – oh, and the narration for the audiobook. Um, so I felt like – the narrators were, they weren't like st- stupendous, but they were also weren't bad. So they were just, I felt like they were just solid uh, narrators. It was just kind of like, I, I accept you, but okay. I didn't feel like they added anything to the story. Okay. Cause I, I've heard awesome narrators. I've heard of such a gamut of narrators at this point that a good narrator can really put you in or mm-hmm. take you out. For me, they were just, right down the middle, you know? And, like, the guy had a nice temper to his voice. Yeah, I think both of them were, like, right down the middle for me. Solid narration. Yes, because, you know, we should say that we are veteran romance readers. This is not not our first book. We will also be not only reading new books, but also uh, going back to a few of our favorite series, a few of our favorite characters, a few of our favorite novels, maybe one-offs. Most of them are series, though, probably. Um, And you are a, a audiobook romance listener and i am a book reader i've actually never listened to a audiobook romance um i have read though out loud to my sister on <laughs> drives across the country entire romance novels many times so that I've, i could be that person <laughs> that um, is awesome yeah i can read 17 hours in a row in case you're ever needing anyone to do it in a pinch <laughs> um I- I should say that uh, that I did produce audiobooks for a while. They won't be any that we are talking about on this podcast, but did produce them. Uh, so I have a bit of knowledge as to like the production and whatnot. And this was so- this was solid. So the production was solid. I mean, Audible sponsored this production, so they had Audible Studios uh, to do it. And Audible, you'll find, is has the same narrators coming like over and over and over again, like Andy. Aren't I don't know if you say her name and there's these two this this couple that narrate a lot of things. The other thing that in the last couple of years has happened with audiobooks is this idea of two narrators. It's going between the female and the male perspective. So there's a female identifying narr- narrator and a male identifying narrator. I don't always like it. Sometimes it takes me out of the story to have two different narrators. I rather. Even if even if each chapter is from a different point of view? Even if each chapter is from a different point of view. For some reason, I get into a hypnosis with a voice. And when a new voice comes in, it takes me out of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, if the narrators are really good, if they're really good, then I it's kind of the opposite where I really appreciate that there's two narrators. But they have to be really dope narrators. <laughs> That's honestly that's why I don't listen to any audiobooks. I the only ones that I've listened to that I enjoyed were are biographies read by the person who it's about. Yeah. Um, because then it's just fun. Like Amy Poehler reading Amy Poehler is I mean I mean Tina Fey reading Tina Fey. Um, I mean that's that's just gold, yeah. obviously. But I find it very hard to not be out of it when they're reading because I'm like, well, that's not how I'd read it or that's not how I hear it in my mind yeah. or I just don't like your voice or I don't like his voice or I don't like 
like whatever. I don't know, whatever. It's very, very hard for me to listen to a narrative audiobook. But you haven't done it that much yet. That's true. You could probably point me in the direction of the better narrators, which maybe would help. Because maybe I, I just, the few that I tried to listen to were just not great narrators. Yeah, they were terrible. <laughs> yeah. That's how I got into production. Because uh, anybody can narrate a book on Audible. I mean, if you have an iPhone with a voice memo button, <laughs> which is, I, I listened to a book that had such a terrible narration that I Googled how to become a a, a producer of audiobooks. And that's how I found out that anybody can do it as long as you have the right equipment. Now they have standards. In the beginning, when it first started um, through ACX, they did not have the highest of standards. Now they have the highest of audio standards. So you're getting better stuff. But in the beginning, it was the wild, wild west out there. <laughs> um, I want to read one more uh, because... I do feel like I would like to have an opposing opinion on this. Yes. Two hours, which uh, this is Kimberly Cheeseman, and she gave it four stars. Um, and the one second or part of it I would like to read is that the sex scenes are not too much for a young reader. And for me as a 51-year-old, I found it refreshing not to have the sex in my face as many stories do now. Don't get me wrong. I love some good old scenes, but sometimes it's just refreshing to have more story. And I totally agree with you. There was a lot of story compared to the amount of sex scene. However, I just didn't think it was a great story. So I didn't feel like I was carried away by the story enough yeah. to ignore the lack of sex scenes in a romance novel. Exactly. But I do appreciate, Kimberly, that you enjoyed this and had a differing opinion. I do, I do, I do sort of agree with that opinion. Like when uh when a story is so good. Sometimes I do want less sex scenes because I'm like, where are they going? What's happening next? Um, and I know a story is bad when I'm skipping pages to find the sex scene. That's already the trigger for me that mm -hmm. the story did not hit its mark. It didn't get to the point fast enough or concise enough. And I, I, actually, I found this book to be really convoluted I, and redundant. Um, and that's why the the guy Bodhi came off so whiny to me because it was just like always about the parents I'm gonna get a therapist and yeah. build a bridge yeah. you I'm know? like let's like I was like half skimming some of the pages like where's the story going exactly yeah. and even though I know I have to talk about it on the podcast I'm still like like you know fast forward fast forward all right okay now I know where the where the sex is happening now I'll go back and I'll wait <laughs> and listen but yeah it was very um this was not the this is not the book. I'm slightly bummed that this is the first book out the gate, but <laughs> But maybe it's good because we're really getting into a discussion of romance as opposed to just being waxing poetic about the sex. Exactly. You're right. I'm nope. not right. I yeah. wish it was better. <laughs> um I mean, if you loved this book, the author did write a series of books called the Cake series. Uh there are five books. And they all have much better ratings than this one, even though this one has four stars. They're all at, like, four and a half stars, four and a quarter stars. Um, and they have, like, 8,000 reviews, 2,000 reviews, 1,500 reviews. I mean, people are really eating up that series. Um, yeah, and these reviews on Audible, I get that a lot. Like, a, a lot of people who didn't like this book reference how much they loved the Cake series. Mm -hmm. So if you did kind of like this book, go read the Cake series. 
Yes. And a couple other books, um, which I have not read, but are in a similar vein of perhaps being a little bit more on the story versus sex side, a little bit more of the sort of touchy feeling. <laughs> Actually, maybe I shouldn't recommend any books that we haven't read. I don't, I don't know if I, I honestly don't read a lot of books like this. Yeah, but we will now. So, you know what? I'm not going to recommend you any books. What I'm going to recommend is that if you loved this book, that is wonderful. Check out her other books. If you hated this book, don't read any of her other ones. And let's find a new author for next time. Yeah, let's let's do that. And, and if you did love this book, uh, write in. Let us know yeah. why you loved it. And also... Give us your recommendations because somebody else who likes this book would like probably like your recommendations. Very true. Very sure. Well said. We don't know everything. We don't. You know. But we know a lot. We're just here to, you know, tell you about romance at a glance. You know what I'm saying? Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Until next time, dear friends, let your books be your lover. And your hand be your best friend. Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.